Hello, coders. Good afternoon. Uh, good evening, wherever you're from. This is episode 114. It is Thursday, the 19th of August. I had to double check that. Um, and today we're going to talk about Apple and its decision to, uh, or its plans to come up with two tools that will scan your photo content. Um, and I'm going to start this off by saying that just because you can code something doesn't mean that you should. And uh, that's going to be the the underlying theme, I think, from t- for today's show. So it's all of today's show is specifically on this. Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, do a little bit of housekeeping because I have an update on the Cilia Silas. I always get this pronunciation wrong. It's the e-commerce framework um, or the, the, the add-on on Symfony that will build you an e-com uh, site. I was struggling with this on the Tuesday stream. The reason why I was struggling with this is because I had it in development mode and it was so slow. And my PHP Ini was, uh, had the real cache path or real cache uh, memory setting to... Uh, kilobytes. I increased that up to megabytes. In fact, 50 megabytes. It's a bit overkill, but it's um, it's halved the 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 speed. It's still fairly slow, but it's faster and it's actually more um, workable. <laughs> so I'm going to still use that, and we'll we'll continue on with uh, some of that development over the coming streams. Also, we'll dip in and out of the how to curb well stuff. Uh, um, when we when when needed <laughs> okay so let's uh, let's crack on with this uh this apple announcement so first of all what what's happening with this so apple will launch two tools in ios 15 and uh, i think they uh, they are calling the next release monterey i think that's how how it's said um that will help protect children from sharing child sexual abuse material uh, which is CSAM. Okay, that's what it stands for. C-S-A-M. Now, you know, on paper, this is awesome. This is awesome. Um, it's a good call on, on paper. But the reason why we're discussing this on today's show, being about code, is that I do believe that as a programmer, we have to make some moral choices and some ethical choices as to what we're building and and understand the impacts and also understand the long-term um, scope creeps, shall we say, of the tools that we, we, we create. Uh, software, as it evolves and grows and goes into different industries, will also be used for not only good things, but also bad things too. Uh, so I think we have an obligation to do no harm um, as software developers. And we need to think about the outcomes, the consequences of our coding actions as we go through this. Okay, so let's bring it back to uh, to what Apple is doing. So the first tool, there's two tools that they're going to create. And I must say that the, my information on this is um, it's quite sketchy because the, the way it's been spun in the media is so weird that a lot of media outlets have got this very wrong. And so the information that I have that's been collected through sources that I trust, they might not be correct themselves. So 
please just you know tinfoil hat time but just just uh pinch treat this with a pinch of salt i guess okay so the first tool then the first tool is um an iMessage filtering tool so it's a message filtering tool it's going to be used obviously on iMessage uh and this is a parental control okay this is an opt-in for children ages 12 or below so it's an opt-in it's not there permanently um you can opt in and opt out uh it runs on the device and not on the cloud this is important it it runs on the device and not on the cloud uh if um activated and it would be activated i believe by the parent so you have a family account right with your apple family account and the parents have overarching controls over what their children can do on their apple devices so if it gets activated, it checks photos that are sent to and from the child over the iMessage app on the device and not on the cloud. Um, the tool uses machine learning to detect photos that contact that um, I can't. I'm reading my notes. I've spelt this all wrong. Um, that contain nudity. If a detection is made, it will then obscure that photo and warn the child that that photo is has has this um, harmful material on it. Uh, parents can, if they want, receive a push notification if the child chooses to view the photo. Now, there's a couple of there's a couple of interesting questions I have with well with all of this to be fair, but specifically for for this tool, that is, does the app allow the child to override the obscured image? Uh, and what causes that alert? As in, can they override the uh, the check? Can they go, actually, I want to view this. A bit like how Twitter says, some of these tweets may contain harm- harmful information, harmful content. And then you can you can say, yes, I actually want to, I want to read this swear word. Thank you very much. Um, so my question then is sort of how... Uh, how much is this enforced? How much does the app take control over what the child is actually going to see? Um, and also, can the, what happens to the parents? Are they do they have to report this this stuff? You know, is this automatically flagged somewhere uh, on on Apple's side? Uh, do they have to? Do the parents have to fill out a report? How does that all get handled? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of loose ends, I think, that haven't been sort of clearly, there isn't clarity or over, over these kind of things. The second tool, let's move on to the second tool, which is iCloud, which is cloud-based. So the first tool was device-based. This is cloud-based. Based. Um, so the identity is known, um, sorry, this identifies <laughs> uh, known child sex abuse material, again, uh, C Sam C S A M when the user uploads a photo to iCloud, so it is searching iCloud, scanning iCloud for. Um, now I've got to be careful here. It's not actually the photos; it's the hash of the photos, and we'll get on to how that works in a minute. So it's not um, it's not comparing apples for apples; it's comparing the hash of the apple to the apple that you've got. If that makes sense, so there is a database of known illegal children, uh, illegal ch- illegal children. <laughs> You're illegal. No, there is a database of known illegal child abuse images, um, which stores a hash for each image. Um, 
I believe the database is stored at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And that's another weird acronym, which is N-C-M-E-C. And Nick, can you say that? Nick Mech? <laughs> okay, so existing cloud services already do this. Okay, so this isn't this isn't this isn't Apple doing anything new. Um, so the likes of Facebook, Google, and Microsoft do this. Now, I've I've seen this not not uh, CSAM, but I've seen I've seen um, cloud services scan my stuff. So, for example, if I was to take a photo of a receipt on my phone and I push that up to the Google cloud, uh, it will know that it's a receipt and it will, it will tag it under receipts and it knows that it, it won't tell me about that receipt as a, as a memory because <laughs> it knows it's a receipt and it doesn't know that it's a, a person. Um, so it uses machine learning to sort all this out. Okay. The matching uh, will be done on the user's device by going up to the iCloud. I've, I'm not sure if that's right or not. I don't know. I've, I heard conflicting messages there. I read conflicting things saying that it will be on the device or it will be straight on iCloud. I'm not 100% sure with that. Okay, so there is a threshold because obviously this there is going to be a load of false positives, right? So there is a threshold here uh, of 30 images before a trigger will be made. And I believe that what happens is when a trigger happens, that gets reviewed by a human a human will actually review that image against the image um, and and based upon that it is you know they'll they'll just make that decision as to whether it's it is an offending image or not um, and the system uh can only match exact fingerprints as in they can only match so they don't they don't they don't match photos to photos they match um the hashes. They have known hashes um, of the photos, and they compare those. Um, so the the th- the point here is that it's not going to scan your. F- someone isn't going to see every photo in your in your photo library. That's essentially it. Um, so, I mean, that sounds great. That sounds pretty good, right? I mean, there is. Um, you know, there is there is a certain court, you know, a, a, a need to keep our children safe. Sure. I agree. I agree. The thing is, in my opinion, there is there is a lot of um, there is a lot of gray areas in all of this. And there is a concern um, that this is only done. Apple is only announcing this because they are trying to justify why they will not be putting in backdoors for government access to certain things. Because there was this whole debacle over um, the government's trying to put in backdoors into uh, various devices, various hardware, various software to allow them to decrypt um, uh, messages and they were using things like ch- child abuse, terrorism, all of these kind of um, trigger words, I suppose, to uh, justify why that is the case. And Apple have always said, look, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're not going to allow you to do that. 
And this could be a way for them to say, well, look, we have these things in place to prevent the need for these backdoors. And so trust in the algorithm, trust in the process. The, and that's a bit of a worry, in my opinion, um, because I've mentioned here uh, CSAM and that, that NCMEC thing. There are two organizations, I, I believe. Is, no, no, CSAM is an organization. Sorry, the, it's the NCMEC. That's an organization. That's a that's the U the U.S. National Center for Missing Child uh, Missing and Exploited Children. There, that is a government funded um, uh, national center, I suppose. So we have to then trust them. It's not just trusting Apple; it's also trusting another party to deal with our data. And you you have all of these stories of it's not just the thing, you know, just because it's metadata doesn't mean that they can't glue things together and make a, a, a bigger picture. There is also the concern over scope creep. So just because they can do this now, you know, they've built this software. It works, right? Apparently it works and they're going to release it in iOS 15. So what's preventing someone to change the creep, the scope of this, of this, so changing what images, what hashes they're actually looking for. What is preventing some um, underhand organization from getting hold of this or having or, or some some person who, um, you know, when their role changes has a different ad agenda. So someone taking over someone else's job and then has a different agenda and then wants to scan for other things. Like I said, this is a um, this is a governmental uh, national center. So, you know, you could have government influences now. Yeah. Okay. The Western world, it's, it's a different story to say, you know, China and that just imagine if China was to get a hold of this. Um, <laughs> and the, the thing is that this, this to me feels like it's Apple trying to make it easier to work with the U S government. Um, so what would they have to do to make it easier to work with China or other governmental other places? You know, uh, I do believe, I do think that there are, um, I can't remember which countries, but there are certain countries that they do not allow things like iMessage and iCloud usage, uh, in certain countries because those countries require, um, no encryption. And uh, I think, is it Saudi Arabia? One of these countries. And so Apple have just gone, nope, you're not. We're just turning it off in that area. Uh, we just won't allow that to happen. But when you've got bigger countries, countries more influence China and so on and so forth. Why, you know, what is preventing uh, them to have bigger influence over these tools that are already developed? All we need to do is change the hashes. So there is a little bit of there's a little bit of nervousness I think around this. I think the premise of keeping the children safe is great and I do think that you know we should be building tools to do that but I do believe that we need to be very cautious as to where these tools can go and it shouldn't be a question in my opinion of oh no we won't do this we'll reassure you that we'll never ever do this it should be ah 
We can't do this because we have put this in place to prevent us from doing this, even if we wanted to do it in the first place. We can't do it. We simply cannot do this because we've put this thing in place that prevents this from happening. At the moment, it does feel like a door that is kind of open. <laughs> and they're just saying, look, the algorithm, just, just trust in the algorithm. Thing is, the algorithm is it's software and software doesn't work all the time. Now, I, I do know from experience how difficult it is to actually um, uh, moderate certain images. Now, we're not we're talking about images here, not not hashes. But like, for example, there's a lot of um, things where an image will will uh, the machine learn. The machine will pick out an image which is incorrect because um, it has certain pantones that are the same pantones as 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 uh, the offending image, that kind of thing. So it's it's yeah, it's um I mean, I know we're talking here about images and we really should be talking about hashes and stuff. That's where a lot of the confusion is going. But my point is that software is not reliable all of the time. It's only as reliable as the coder who has created it. So I just don't know. I just don't know. And what happens if um, if they drop the ball on this? Right. So what happens if they roll this out? And then, and then um, there is this big scandal that happens. Some some um, child abuse sexual ring has you know has um, been discovered, and they point the finger at Apple because all the offenders have the 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 phone, have the access, have these um, you know the iCloud access. And so, what happens if the media then points at Apple and says, "Look, do your job." Do the thing that you were supposed to say. You know, that it could backfire on Apple. If if Apple get this wrong, it could really seriously uh, um, backfire. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, Apple have been trying to create this privacy crown, this thing that, um, you know, we're the privacy people. You know, we will uphold your privacy. And I think for people who aren't techies, who don't understand the difference between an image and a hash of an image, as I badly made that example earlier, um, I think that on the face of it, the public will just go, no, they've, they've, they've uh, dropped the ball on their whole privacy crown. They don't hold that privacy crown anymore. They're going to be scanning my images, you know, as in someone is going to be looking at my images. That isn't the case, of course. But I think that um, the way that this has been mentioned and announced uh, has instilled a lot of fear in people. And I think Apple need to do a lot of work, a lot of backpedaling to actually inform uh, users of what they will and will not do. Um, I've got other notes here. So could uh, could the um, the database get hacked? Could that be get corrupted? You know, what are the implications for this? Can uh, political groups influence these kind of things? Um, and also uh, uh, one that is um, really weird is why was the messaging of this really screwy? You know, what is... Why are all of the reports that I've been reading contradicting themselves or uh, worded in a way that instills fear rather than confidence? I imagine that Tim Cook uh, or whoever at Apple who is leading this will need to um, inform the public 
in some form of event that's, you know, to reassure the people. And I think that is extremely important because there is a lot of misinformation by credible um, outlets out there. So, I mean, I'll, like I say, I'll say it again as a caveat. This information that I have here, I can't say that it's 100% correct because I've got this from a couple of places where, you know, that I, I deem trustworthy. But are they, though? Because <laughs> there's other places that say that they're not or it's not like this. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a messy, messy um, announcement. And that's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. It's almost like it was meant to be messy to confuse people, which is weird. It's not, not how I would have seen an Apple announcement to be made. And they have also apologized about this, um, saying that it was a bit jumbled. But uh, yeah, this is, um, it's, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. Um, so th- this is going to be called Neural Hash. So Apple said Neural Hash will roll out in the US. So it's only a US thing at the moment. Um, at first, but would uh, would not say if or when it would be rolled out in internationally. Until recently, companies like Facebook were f- forced to switch off their child abuse detection tools across the European Union after the practice was inadvertently banned. There's a lot of there's a lot of policy involved in this. Uh, so apples, which is a good thing and a bad thing, because it's a good thing because, you know, if if someone says that this is a bad idea and these are the justifications and rightly so, then it can get shut down. But also policy can influence in a negative way as well. So Apple said the feature is technically optional in that you don't have to use iCloud. <laughs> yeah, just don't use it. You know, all the things that we, we here have your Apple device, but don't use iCloud. It's optional. It's an, <laughs> wow. Okay. They've made the thing is Apple have made the ecosystem. So it, you lose so much if it, if, if you don't turn it on, you know, again, I'm using the ecosystem there, uh, but it will be a requirement if users do after all your device belongs to you, but Apple iCloud doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a snippet I took from TechCrunch. Um so that that uh, that uh, paragraph there. Yeah, so it's optional. You don't have to use iCloud. But um I don't know anybody who owns an iPhone that doesn't have iCloud turned on. Ah oh, dear. So my gut feeling about this is it's a bad idea. I like the, the, I like the, the reasoning behind it, as in like, I can see that there should be a tool like this. My concern is that there is a lot of, um, ambiguity over what, over the reasonings. I mean, why now? I mean, what, what, what has pushed them to do this? For so long, they haven't done this before. So why now? What is, the, what is the thing that is driving them to make this decision? And what are their motives? What is their agenda for this? You know, what is their 5, 10, 20-year plan for this tool? 
um, that they are requiring Apple to do? Or do you really think Apple just woke up one day and went, ah, actually, we're going to do this today because, you know, we love privacy? I don't know. And, you know, if they were to do this, then their announcement would be so much better, I'm, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know. I just I feel conflicted because I can understand that tools like this will save children. I get it. My concern is what happens afterwards. You know, what happens when they what happens after they turn this machine on and what happens when someone um, new gets hold of it with their own agendas, with their own um, motives? What happens if countries get hold of this? You know, one day it could be it could be looking for um, uh, CSAM. Next day it could be looking for something completely different. And that completely different thing could have really bad outcomes. So, yeah, like I said, at the start of this, just because you can code something doesn't mean that you should. <laughs> anyway, that's me. I'm done. Happy coding, everybody. And I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye-bye.